Hi, welcome to Lessons I Learned in Law. I'm Scott Brown, Managing Director and Founder at Heriot Brown In-House Legal Recruitment. We specialise in placing lawyers in-house and fulfilling careers. And on this episode of Lessons I Learned in Law, we've taken a little bit of a, a sideways step and we're looking at inside the agency. So giving you guys the chance to get to know the people in the team at Harriet Brown and the consultants a little bit better and to showcase what we what we do for clients and candidates. So I'm excited to chat today with uh, Martin Evenson. Hi Martin. Hi Scott, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good. Good. We're both uh, we're both stuck in uh, WeWork and um, and working from phone booths. So um, we're uh, yeah we're inside the inside the little little telephone booth. But um, Martin joined us uh, this year. Uh, so Martin, if you could start by just giving a bit of an overview and, and background to yourself. Yeah. So I joined I think nine or ten weeks ago now, something like that. So still still relatively new. Um, I've come in to look after construction, manufacturing, engineering, and, and, and all those sort of industries, doing quite a lot of stuff um, in the electric vehicle space at the moment. Um, yeah, pleased to have joined. Excellent. And give us, um, I was just chatting before we came on uh, to record about Martin's career before before recruitment. So how, how did you get into recruitment, Martin? How did, uh, how did that all come around? Yeah, so uh, in my former life, I was a retail store manager. So I, I was a store manager at both Sainsbury's and at Lidl. Um, I'd done sort of retail for the previous, I think, 14 years or something like that. Um, really enjoyed it. It's it a really, I really enjoyed the job. It's a real people-driven job and, and similar to this, I suppose, in that sense. Um, however, I'd done so many years without a free weekend that I thought, you know what, I, I need to try and find myself a Monday to Friday sort of gig. CV onto Indeed or something like that, and I just randomly got a call one day from from a recruiter um, who who wanted who was a legal recruiter who wanted to build out their retail desk. Had a chat with them, and that that was it. I just I ended up taking the plunge. Nice, good, good. And did you find having worked in like in terms of that chat, having worked in retail, what did that what did that give you? Yeah, so I think well, I'd had a little bit of an idea previously because as a retail store manager, and I was quite a young store manager in fairness, I'd get quite a lot of calls from recruiters trying to get me to go to other retailers. So I knew obviously that recruitment existed and, and all that sort of stuff. And and um I I'd, I'd thought about, you know, could I could I do that sort of thing? I think there's a lot of things that cross over to be honest. Like as I said before people skills like you, you're not a good retail store manager if you can't work with all types of people so you know we're talking about interacting with the cleaner but also i'd have a ceo sainsbury's coming to my shop and i'd have to walk him around so you know we're really high level people to, to, to people at all levels basically then also resilience i think is a, is a key key part of both jobs the kpi the KPIs reset every week in retail, every day almost, to be honest. Like, you know, you, you really have to keep an eye and, and take the highs with the lows. And, you know, all it takes in retail is uh, the M25 gets blocked up. You don't get your delivery that day. And your KPIs for that week are really, really tough. And and there's lots of different variables like that. It's, it's quite similar in, in recruitment, you know, especially when we're talking about legal recruitment where salaries are therefore high and therefore the fees associated with them, your results are not going to look as good. And it can happen with just one placement that can change the whole scope of it. So you've got to be able to take the highs of the lows. And, and, and I think definitely that, that 
the retail background helped me sort of I was already used to that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Um loads of yeah, loads loads of similarities in the uh in, in the variables in the work working day. Was that where you focused then when you moved in, in, in into into legal recruitment on onto retail? Yeah, so it was retail, FMCG, consumer facing businesses basically. Right. Got you. Nice. Um, and what was it like your first first call with a with a lawyer, or had you had you interacted much with, did much exposure to the legal profession before? I absolutely crapped myself to be honest. Um, I yeah, I, I barely got a word out. It was really rushed. You know, I was just so nervous. And then it was, I think it, that was my first day. And I think in my second day, I'd organised a call with an employment lawyer at Sainsbury's. And it turned out that she used to write the HR newsletter that I used to get as a store manager and therefore like relay that stuff onto my to my teams. Um and that just all of a sudden just brought it back round for me. And I was like, Oh my god, you're just a person. So you you know, so from that point on I didn't care who I spoke to. It it, it didn't matter to me anymore. It was just that I, for some reason, put them on a pedestal. Lawyers are just normal people, right? They're just like everybody else. So I, once I'd had that call and it just relate, helped me relate it a little bit more, um, yeah, I'll talk to anybody now in legal. I don't care who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. It's um, Yeah, I suppose the dynamic changes, right? Because you, you said you've sort of been used to, when you're in retail, you're speaking to students working on the shop floor and up to or to... I mean, I was a student worker at uh, Sainsbury's. I would have hate to have managed uh, managed an earlier, a younger me, um, and then up to up to speaking to the CEO. But then, I guess when it comes to recruitment, you're trying to get something from those conversations, so that it's, it shifts a little bit, right? But yeah, and how was the training into into recruitment? What what sort of what sort of training did you get on your your first first foray into recruitment? Um, yeah, it was good good training. To be fair, it was. Um... Just spending a lot of time off the on the phone. Sorry, like I think the biggest bit of training for me is you can get all of the sort of like paper based training or, or or whatever it is and get told all this stuff. To me, you learn so much more being sat on desk with with, with your colleagues around you. I just always used to keep my ear out and listen to how the other consultants, especially the more senior ones, how did they interact? What did they do? you know, the types of people that they spoke to, just tried to keep my ear out all the time, listen to every single bit of process that I could, you know, try and understand from that side of the phone. Um, and, and, and although the training was good, I think I, I think I learned a lot more just sat on desk with, you know, with especially the senior consultants and, 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 and yeah, I think that really helped, but yeah. Nice. And do you remember what was your first, what was your first placement? What did that, what did that feel like? I do. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was into a, uh, like a, a services business in, in oil and gas, which is completely random. Cause I did say that I came in to do like retail and, and all the rest of that sort of stuff. But obviously you get given a little bit of a helping hand when you first join. So, you know, I was working on a role with someone else and, and, um it was a fee split basically they handled the client and i did the resourcing um so yeah um but yeah it's great feeling and it's the same now to be fair like even still now i still get that same sort of feeling when you when you get a placement through it so it's, it's, it's a good part of the job what's your most notable placement or one that you one that you remember or difficult placement that you're most proud of i don't know if this is difficult but like the placement that i that probably 
the happiest with. It wasn't like a crazy big fear or anything, but the candidate was just so happy, like so happy. Like when when she was interviewing at this business, she was like, "I don't, I don't understand why they want to see me." I was like, "Well, you know, they've obviously seen something in your CV that they like, the experience that you've got, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And she was like that the whole way through. Just obviously quite short on confidence, and um, she got the job. And she was so, so happy. Like, you know, she I think I've got a 30 grand pay rise or something like that too, which really helped because I think she was a, you know, a single mother and, and you know, I was going to make a world of difference to her family. Um, but but she was just so, so happy. And, and like, that is a real sort of feel-good placement for me. Like, it was, yeah, you know, like, it, it, it really, uh, yeah. And she's still there as well, so that's good. It's obviously worked out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's great. It's, uh, yeah, I find those where it's une- unexpected or there's, yeah, that, that, um, yeah, feeling of feeling of of sort of achieving something or helping someone get to somewhere where they didn't think was possible is is great. Like moving people, moving people into a sector that they maybe don't think is open to them, or like out of a, out of a discipline or um, from a I don't know a, a specialism background into something broader. I think yeah, I always get a, a really good sense of achievement on on that and. Um, yeah, it's great to hear. Great to hear positive feedback, isn't it? Absolutely. And what's your approach with clients and and candidates? How do you how do you juggle the the needs on both both sides? Um, I suppose basically the the thing that I try and do with that is to be as I basically got to back each side, right? So there may be there may be I I, I can never talk badly about either one to either one if you know what I mean like I, I've, I've obviously I've obviously got to got to represent both of them in, in a good light as much as possible so even if I think a candidate is being sort of you know something that, that might not be as good from the client side um, I've, I've, I've got to do my best to not focus on that and try and focus on the positives with, with, with the candidates rather than you know I can't slander the client i suppose so it's, it's, it's about making sure that i represent them in the best light um and 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 really i think with the with, with the candidates and it works on the client side in, in in this sense is that i'll never try and sort of miss sell a job just to get a placement over the line because ultimately that 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 doesn't really work it the, the likelihood of of that candidate then leaving after six weeks because they're not enjoying the job or they were missold something is, is much higher and therefore the client's not happy in the long run anyway. So it, to me, it's not about like chasing fees and getting the getting just anybody over the line. It's it's really about finding the right person for the right business. And, 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 and I think that's key. Yeah. Yeah, for, I, I totally, totally agree. If there's if there's something if there's something amiss for a, a candidate or a client, or it's not a fair deal, then it's gonna it's gonna fall apart at some point. Whether it's whether it's now and there's uh, yeah, I've, I've sort of built the business on like a quick wins. A quick wins great if you can get it and it works out for everyone, but they're often often too good to be true. So um, so yeah, it's, it's better to better to invest in those those sort of longer term longer term relationships as well so you've been working working with lawyers now for um for a good few years in uh, how many years is it uh it'll be 
uh, coming up to five, I think. So what's the what's the key of lessons I learned in law? Where um, our our target question and in, inside the agency is what what lesson have you learned from from working with lawyers in that time? I, I think probably the main one is is actually that they, 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 I mean, I touched on this earlier. Is that they're just normal people? You know, they they might have some of them high, really high powered jobs and, and earn loads of money. But, you know, the, and to me, the good lawyers that I speak to are the ones that, that are really personable, that are really, you know, down to earth and they can understand like nuances in relationships and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And they've really got that people side down. Um, those are the ones that I speak to that tend to do really well in interview processes and and ultimately get really jobs really good jobs um because you know it doesn't matter what you do if if, if you're if you're if you're not a nice person or at least don't treat other people nicely and 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 can be quite nonchalant towards other people that tends to sort of wash out the other side yeah absolutely how do you how do you sniff that out in people so like on a on on a call or in a meeting, how do you how do you identify that skill set with with candidates or clients? Um, just by talking, to be honest. Like I'm, you know, a relatively outgoing person, and I try and sort of bring stuff out of people when I'm talking to them. So, generally speaking, if 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 I ever talk to someone for the first time, the first thing I'll do, no matter who it is, is how how you doing? How was your week? And just see what I get off the back of that. Like, are they, you know, how, or if it's a Monday, how was your weekend? Whatever it is, just a really simple sort of icebreaker almost. And that helps to sort of set a little bit of a an easy topic to discuss before we, we get into sort of proper, you know, job-related stuff. Um, and yeah, some people you have to coax more out of and some people are just really free-flowing. Free yeah, it's obviously quite different person to person but yeah I, I try and make it as personable as possible wrapping up but what what's the one thing what's the one thing that people people don't know about martin what's uh, uh i don't know if this is a bit soft but i'm a twin does that does that count i don't know uh yeah yeah two, two twins know. in the team you and lucy yeah yeah that's it that's it <laughs> good how's that how's it what's it like being a twin well it's a bit weird to be fair because both me and my brother left home at 18 so I kind of haven't been a twin for the last 18 years, to be honest. But um, obviously, like growing up, it was quite a, I was known as the twins, right? To everybody that lived around us and all that sort of stuff. Um, whereas here in London, I'm not really known as a twin because like people know just not me for me. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, but then when people do meet my brother when he comes to London, for example, you know, it's it, it just settles straight back into that sort of thing. Like, oh, my God, are you two brothers? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're identical twins. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, must be uh, quite a big thing uh, growing up. Good and good and bad, I'd imagine, like when you get to when you get to a bit older and thinking with independence and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, it, it, and it could work with positive and negative ways with teachers and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, tend to be the other or whatever. That's good fun. Is there ever a time where you you got him in trouble? Where uh, it was actually it was actually you. I did, yeah. My my old head of year, um, Mr. Jenkins, had um, my brother was walking past his uh, his office, 
and he he grabbed my brother by the shirt collar and dragged him into the office um, and proceeded to give him a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a rollicking. Um, and then I walked past two minutes later whistling and he noticed that he got the wrong one <laughs> and then dragged me in and kicked, kicked my brother out. So, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a positive. <laughs> um, well, thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing those with me, Martin. It's been good to, good to chat about it. No worries. And thank you for listening to Lessons I Learned in Law inside the agency. Um, over the next, uh, next few weeks, um, we'll be opening the doors and and um, giving you the chance to get to know the consultants across the team. So to hear more about Harriet Brown in-house legal recruitment or to hear lessons I learned in law from um, some of the clients that we work with and people within our network, subscribe to the podcast on the link below. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.